Blog Talk Radio. I don't know much but to face that beast, make him taste that peace. I'ma take back streets, I'ma meet bad beasts on some Maybach seats. I'ma day pass east so I might go west. I feast in the night when the light go rest. Nights on my feet go, Christ on my neck. I hope life leads me to a nice old death. Rose on my lip, cold ice on my breath. And I'm dressed like a groom, but I never got mad. Nah, walked out the tomb like I never got bad. Call me Wallace Dean, awaken out of dreams. I got death on my breath. Call me Holocene. I got Greek in my speech when I speak to the God. Rims on the bends on the beach with your broad. If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I sit 16. Listen in like epiphany. Listen to me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Rosie Gold, I got holy friends. Holy Hova, man, holy hands. Only sold my soul to do that holy dance. Holy Hova, man, holy lands. I'm in holy Greece. Holy Rome, I'm in ancient Egypt in that holy home. Sipping that in the sea, that pure white. I live a gen of VC, pure life. So if you go for my ones, I'ma go for the guns. I know where to go when I go on the run for that Rolls Royce. I believe I got no choice. I make your body bleed. We practice Murta and Verta. Don't talk, oh Murta. You know the violence got a code of silence. I pose in vogue with my golden phallus. Listen to like epiphany. Listen to me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent, my pen always in the paint like my name Lebron. If the dough get low, I paint a pick 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16. Listen to knees are like epiphanies. Listen to me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent, my pen always in the paint like my name Lebron. If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16. Hey yo, Kufo. Boom out, God. B-O-M-E. C-I-C. For my five percenters out here who know what I'm talking about. Rest of y'all wake up. More than rap music.
staring at myself in the mirror Eyes wet as the natives of a land where they in fear of People with the melanin Power structure white like a skeleton Let's stop shooting black residents Say my hood went from white, black to Mexican Say it went from Jim Crow laws to a black president Polly with my man selling oil by the testament He dropped jewels, I just came to put the bezel in Elevated stress, nobody know who next Choked out from a devil in a blue dress I took a long walk on a short path Keep the knowledge on the stone from the creators of a gold cast A lot of rappers lack knowledge of a culture I'm still a doja, I'm like Sly Stone and Cobra Pinter got the African beat out of his soul And bystanders got scared to say that that was their home We now Negroes, blacks, colors, black Americans What the not guys that used to ride on top of elephants I still spit it like nobody else can mess with them So when you hear the lyrics, you gon' be like I'm the excrement I ain't seen a battle in a minute, but why try, son? Still drop more bars than your Wi-Fi I get focused and attack like white lotus Devils in the detail, but guards in the motive Maintain your focus, call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras, guards Maintain in the motive Brains over bogus, real over jokers Make sure you notice, guards in the motive Claim what is your gift, live in the moment Guards in the motive, maintain the focus Call all your soldiers, grass keep the cobras Nice to perfected law 30 from that 48 At 30 feeling great at 20 was 730 That's 8 to 8 And now I'm raising my seeds I'm building my estate While the beast praying on my downfall I make him wait Wait, want me to lose it like I never knew it The leaders misleading, our people poisoning the music I'm from the era where pops took you outside to knuckle up And push up on the block to get your muscles up Product of our environment, got us to toughen up That's why I got love from the bottom when I was coming up Nice thing never gone, stop to the paper long Until I live the upper echelon I want the cars, your opinion, dark and gray like Ginobili Three-piece linen, I'm feeling sharp as Shinobi That's why I be flowing, man, everybody should know me If not, then you missing out, tell you what I'm about with the road less traveled, I never liked traffic That's why the game air tight like it's asthmatic They cash addicts, need my people to progress And play the youth, still don't want to dribble out the project I just want to sit yak, say la vie And put my hood up, and won't let them Trayvon me So for all my street soldiers, they can't control us The devil's in the details, but God's in the motor Maintain your focus, call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras, guards in the motors Brains over motors, real over jokers Make sure you notice, guards in the motors Beginning was the word, I know the woman who said it Cash King now being Trump with bad credit Lie, best rapper you never heard of Old hat from Jersey, still saying word up Moon Jays, on stage, 5950 Heard him tough talk, but his whole team pretty You can see the sparks when I let my score drag Studying the people that worship the gold calf Know about guards like best and Patar First training team, so who was setting the saw Son of smart music, I'm elevating the bar I put it on the line, man, I ain't coming to spar Matter politics with time out in the cosmos Decided to give me the spirit of a divine host Now MC it, called it the art of Babylon Tower came down, man, style start barrier Rang the hurricane, but I'm from Brunswick, not Patterson Respect the black woman like paintings in the Vatican Liberty or death, get rich or die trying 40,000 years ago, Africans were smelting iron Think about the math while you think about the path For the God that you serve while you worship at your mass That's the real science of the first shall be last Knowing the world's round for some of us took baths Used to rock slave black humans with a shack And that was on 116 livers to nap But now I drop bars to suffer your son's mask Before the guard step in the video I need help Lies, creating my own lane Old hands wearing skinny jeans is a shame Too many of my young guards moving like queens While the ministers backslide more than fiends 
Staring at myself in the mirror Eyes better as the natives of a land where they in fear of People with the melanin Power structure white like a skeleton Let's stop shooting black residents Say my hood went from white, black to Mexican Say it went from Jim Crow laws to a black president Polly with my man selling oil by the testament He dropped jewels, I just came to put the bezel in Elevated stress, nobody know who next Choked out from a devil in a blue dress I took a long walk on a short path Keep the knowledge on the stone from the creators of a gold cast A lot of rappers lack knowledge of a culture You still a doja, I'm like Sly Stone and Cobra Still they got the African beat out of his soul And bystanders got scared to say that that was their home We now Negroes, blacks, colors, black Americans Or the Nagas that used to ride on top of elephants I still spit it like nobody else can mess with them So when you hear the lyrics, you gon' be like I'm the excrement I ain't seen a battle in a minute, but watch Rod, son Still drop more bars than your Wi-Fi I get focused and attack like white lotus Devils in the detail, but guards in the motive Maintain your focus, call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras, guards Maintain in the motive Brains over bogus, real over jokers Make sure you notice, guards in the motive Claim what is your gift, live in the moment Guards in the motive, maintain the focus Call all your soldiers, grass keep the cobras Nice to perfected law 30 from that 48 At 30 feeling great at 20 was 730 That's 8 to 8 And now I'm raising my seeds I'm building my estate While the beast praying on my downfall I make it wait Wait, want me to lose it like I never knew it The leaders misleading, our people poisoning the music I'm from the era where pops took you outside to knuckle up And push up on the block to get the muscles up Product of our environment, got us to toughen up That's why I got love from the bottom when I was coming up Nice thing never gone, stop to the paper long Until I live the upper echelon I want the cars, your opinion, dark and gray like Ginobili Three-piece linen, I'm feeling sharp as Shinobi That's why I be flowing, man, everybody should know me If not, then you missing out, tell you what I'm about with the road less traveled, I never liked traffic That's why the game air tight like it's asthmatic They cash addicts, need my people to progress And play the youth, still don't want to dribble out the project I just want to sit yet, say la vie And put my hood up, and won't let them Trayvon me So for all my street soldiers, they can't control us The devil's in the details, but God's in the motor Maintain your focus, call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras, guards in the motors Brains over motors, real over jokers Make sure you notice, guards in the motors Beginning was the word, I know the woman who said it Cash King now being Trump with bad credit Lie, best rapper you never heard of Old hat from Jersey, still saying word up Moon Jays, on stage, 5950 Heard him tough talk, but his whole team pretty You can see the sparks when I let my score drag Studying the people that worship the gold calf Know about guards like Vest Super Tough First training team, so who was setting the saw? Son of smart music, I'm elevating the bar I put it on the line, man, I ain't coming to spar Matter of politics and with time out in the car 
cosmos decided to give me the spirit of a divine host. Now MC caught at the art of Babylon. Tower came down and style start barrier. Bring the hurricane, but I'm from Brunswick, not Patterson. Respect the black woman like paintings in the Vatican. Liberty and death get richer. Die trying. 40,000 years ago, Africans were smelting iron. Think about the math while you think about the path for the God that you serve while you worship at your mass. That's the real science of the first shall be last. Knowing the world's round for some of us took baths. Used to rock slave black humans with a shack. And that was on 116 livers to nap. But now I drop bars to suffer your son's mask. Before the God step in the video, what he heard. Lies, creating my own lane. Old hands wearing skinny jeans is a shame. Too many of my young guards moving like queens. While the ministers backslide more than fiends. Yeah! Staring at myself in the mirror Eyes wet as the natives of a land where they in fear of People with the melanin Power structure white like a skeleton Let's stop shooting black residents Say my hood went from white black to Mexican Say it went from Jim Crow laws to a black president Polly with my man selling oil by the testaments He dropped jewels, I just came to put the bezel in Elevated stress, nobody know who next Choked out from a devil in a blue dress I took a long walk on a short path Keep the knowledge on the stone from the creators of a gold cast A lot of rappers lack knowledge of a culture You still a doja, I'm like Sly Stone and Cobra Since they got the African beat out of his soul And bystanders got scared to say that that was their home We now Negroes, blacks, colors, black Americans Or the Nagas that used to ride on top of elephants I still spit it like nobody else can mess with them So when you hear the lyrics, you gon' be like I'm the excrement I ain't seen a battle in a minute, but watch try, son I still drop more bars than your Wi-Fi I get focused and attack like white lotus Devils in the detail, but guards in the motive Maintain your focus, call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras, guards Maintain in the motive Blame your focus, real jokers Make sure you notice, guards in the motive Maintain your emotion, claim what is your gift Live in the moment, yeah. guards in the motive yeah. Maintain the focus, the call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras Nice and perfected law 30 from that 48 At 30 feeling great at 20 was 730 That's 8 to 8 And now I'm raising my seeds I'm building my estate While the beast praying on my downfall I make him wait Wait, want me to lose it like I never knew it The leaders misleading, our people poisoning the music I'm from the era where pops took you outside to knuckle up And push up on the block to get the muscles up Product of our environment, got us to toughen up That's why I got love from the bottom when I was coming up Nice thing never gone, stop to the paper long Until I live the upper echelon I want the cars, your opinion, dark and gray like Ginobili Three-piece linen, I'm feeling sharp as Shinobi That's why I be flowing, man, everybody should know me If not, then you missing out, tell you what I'm about Cool with the road less traveled, I never liked traffic That's why the game air tight like it's asthmatic They cash addicts, need my people to progress And play the youth, still don't want to dribble out the project I just want to sip yak, say la vie, and put my hood up I won't let them Trayvon me, so for all my street soldiers They can't control us, the devil's in the details But God's in the motor Maintain your focus, call all your soldiers Grass keep the cobras, God's in the motor Blame don't promote real over jokers Make sure you notice, God's in the motor 
the show just live in the moment. Stars in the motives, maintain the focus. Grass keep the cobras, stars in the motives. Beginning was the word, I know the woman who said it. Cash King now being Trump with bad credit. Lie, best rapper you never heard of. Old half from Jersey, still saying word up. Moon Jays, on page 5950. Heard him tough talk, but his whole team pretty. You can see the sparks when I let my score drag. Studying the people that worship the gold calf. Know about guards like Vest and Patar. First Trinity is the rule setting the saw. Son of smart music, I'm elevating the bar. I put it on the line, man, I ain't coming to spar. Matter politics and with time out in the cosmos. Decided to give me the spirit of a divine host. Now MC called it the art of Babylon. Tower came down, man. Style start barrier. Bring the hurricane, but I'm from Brunswick, not Patterson. Respect the black woman like paintings in the Vatican. Liberty and death get richer. Die trying. 40,000 years ago, Africans were smelting iron. Think about the math while you think about the path of the God that you serve while you worship at your mass. That's the real science of the first shall be last. Knowing the world's round for some others took baths. Used to rock slave black humans with a shack. And that was on 116 livers to nap. But now I drop bars to suffer your son's mask. Before the guard step in the video, I need her. Lies, creating my own lane. Old hands wearing skinny jeans is a shame. Too many of my young guards moving like queens. While the ministers backslide more than things. Black African power was good, was happening, a well-organized lie. Defeat the disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee, man, y'all already know what it is. It's God killer in the house. And I'm coming to do what I got to do because I got to do what I got to do. Boy, looking good, feeling good, feeling strong, holding it down. The Amara squad is there. Boy, it's been a wild, wild week abroad. A lot going on out there. And I know it's a lot of jokes. Man, going back and forth, Islam and Christianity, they banging on each other, and they've been doing it forever. We just trying to step back, man, and let them fools do their thing. So while they running around shooting each other to death and blowing each other up, Europeans, Arabs, Christianity, Islam, man, we need to fix our damn community. We got plenty of time to do that because they're busy, and they're going to be busy for a while, blowing each other up. So all I'm saying is, a Muslim, take off your Muslim hat. (laughs) If your woman is mummied up, take it off because you're going to be a mark. And I'm telling you now, See, being African-centered allows you to be free mentally. That's why we do what we do, because we free mentally. It frees us up to raise the family in the proper mode. It frees us up to be able to think crystal clearly. It frees us up. And it shows that we are no longer afraid. And before we can build strong communities again, we can't be afraid. We got to be strong 
in how we feel and how we handle our business. We got to start supporting ourselves or die. So we had that hangout when we were talking about black people putting the French flag for their picture. Slave. When you feel the pain and compassion of other people over yourself, you're a slave. And that's not complicated and that's not hard to figure that out. But yeah, man, we're going to have a powerful show, man. Going to have a journal in the building, you know, and it's going to be a good one. And so, you know, man, I'm appreciating everybody, you know what I'm saying, for stopping on through. Um, wait till the general call in. Pretty sure he'll be here in a minute. You know, he moves slow. Hit one of your keypads. Call the number 347-857-3055. So, man, you know, it's just, you know, it's a long week. But it's a good week. And we're going to keep that thing going. So, yeah, man. Um, hmm, there's a lot, lot going on in the world. But other than African people, like I said, they blowing themselves up. <laughs> so while they blowing themselves up, like I said, you can start to work and fix, fix your community. And be glad that you're not caught up in the crazy religion. It caused you to fight constantly. You know, since the inception, they've been fighting. You know what I'm saying? And I suppose they'll keep fighting. And they'll keep fighting until the Arabs get a better technology to try to fight more. But they'll just keep fighting. There will be no peace in the valley between them. That I know for sure. So yeah, hit that one on your keypad, man. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep going in. Um, it is what it is. And so, you know, if you stand out there crying from France, you just a slave. You know what I'm saying? Now, we all recognize that human life, period, is, is precious. We recognize that, right? But at some point, you got to care about your human life over someone else's. That you got to do. And the way to do that is to get back in touch with who and what you are. And that will definitely connect you back to the pain that was forced upon you in the kidnapping trade. These things are essential. And the moving forward and development for African people. So, um, Hmm. Trying to figure out exactly where the general is taking his time, man. You know what that is. But yeah, I hope y'all can join us on uh, December 13th. It's going to be a powerful, powerful lecture, man. We're going to put them things down, man. Going to be dealing with Stone Age tribes, uh, um, clans, tribes, nations that predate religion. This is essential. 
learning for African people. To kind of realize that the African people resided in an environment that was pre-religious. I'm also waiting for my sister to call in. You had says hit one of your keypads. Um, let me see. What I got. What I got is there's a whole lot of late black people. That's what I got here. <laughs> it's all good. Right, let me see. Let me see, man. Arthur's supposed to be having a great author stop by for a minute. You know, to deal with that book. Mean evil up evil. Where you at? Hit the one on your keypad. I'll say this out. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm looking for the number. Just hit that one on that keypad real quick. All right, well, just give me one second. Be right back. I don't know much but to face that beast, make them taste that peace. I'ma take back streets, I'ma meet bad beasts on some Maybach seats. I'ma day pass east so I might go west. I feast in the night when the light go rest. Nights on my feet go Christ on my neck. I hope life leads me to a nice old death. Rose on my lip, cold ice on my breath. And I'm dressed like a groom but I never got mad. Nah, walked out the tomb like I never got bad. Call me Wallace Dean, awaken out of dreams. I got death on my breath. Call me Holocene. I got Greek in my speech when I speak to the God. Rims on the bends on the beach with your broad. If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I sit 16. Listen in like Epiphany. Listen me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Rosy Gold, I got holy friends. Holy Hova, man, holy hands. Only sold my soul to do that holy dance. Holy Hova, man, holy lands. I'm in holy Greece. Holy Rome, I'm in ancient Egypt in that holy home. Sipping that in the sea, that pure white. I live a gen of VC, pure life. So if you go for my ones, I'ma go for the guns. I know where to go when I go on the run for that Rolls Royce. I believe I got no choice. I make your body bleed. We practice Murta and Verta. Don't talk, old Murta. You know the violence got a code of silence. I pose in vogue with my golden phallus. Listen easy like epiphanies. Listen me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent, my pen always in the paint like my name Lebron. If the dough get low, I paint a pick 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16. Listen easy like epiphanies. 
um, in one area, and I think this book absolutely takes care of that. And that's why I totally recommend that for everybody uh, just to figure out what you're dealing with. And maybe if the um, Arabs would have brought that book, they might not have wilded out on France. <laughs> they didn't realize who they were dealing with. Right, right. <laughs> Ooh, we. Boy, it's going to be a Right. Mm. Well, you know, you know the Europeans go. went around pointing their finger at all the other cultures and claiming, made claims that the other cultures were the barbaric cultures and um, the Europeans were the civilized ones. So, yeah, I, I think it would have helped a lot of people <laughs> to understand what they were dealing with and and um, knowing what you're dealing with to come up with plans for for uh, dealing with them, you know, which is what I hope we do, you know, when we read the book, that we can come together as a unit, as a collective, and just how to deal with this violent, vicious European culture that has been transplanted in America by the children of Europeans, the white Americans. You know? They're very they're very much interested in keeping their social paradigm alive. And unfortunately, a lot of us help, you know, including myself. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody else, and you know, we all live in the American culture. But um, you know, I had a really interesting conversation with one of my relatives who pointed out that the littlest things that we do grease the wheels of this social paradigm of the Europeans. So um, we really need to be about economics, as you always speak about. We need to be about having um, our own thing so that we don't support those who oppress us because that's what it boils down to. You know, we are, we are feeding the monster ourselves, you know, with our finances. And, and as a people who have $1.1 trillion in economic expenditures, we should have a lot to say about um, uh, our circumstances in this country, you know, that, that affords us, that, that money collectively affords us a seat at the table, you know. And as I heard someone say, um, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. <laughs> so, uh, uh-huh. you know, we need to, we need uh-huh. to take, take <laughs> we need to take this uh-huh. very seriously, you know, for ourselves and for our children, you know. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting quote. I, I can't remember where I heard it, but and I'm not going to claim that it's mine. But, I mean, it's truth. We're not at the table. They're discussing us. We're on the menu. And and to remind people, the Europeans have a long history of cannibalism, so they don't, have, they don't mind eating people. Mama Mia, boy. <laughs> that Mama Mia. I think you talk about that in the book, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I talk about the cannibalism, you know, the long history of of dining on human beings. It's a European tradition. You know, it's nothing they can they can hide from. They can get angry about it because they don't know about it, but they can't deny it. Their own historians, their own folklorists, their own researchers talk about it. I think the, I think the thing that really I think the conversation we was having was uh, was was actually having to deal with Christians 
and they're kind of defending Europeans in a particular stance. It's like Christianity almost allows you to defend them. Um, and you were talking about a brother that if you kind of took him to a passage in the book and he was basically saying, no, that's not true, right? And, and I think we, we, in general we were discussing how, for the most part, black people will recognize that the Europeans have been a very evil entity to black people. They agree to that, and they, and they, and they agree to the oppression, right? But as soon as it comes close to that Christianity, they'll have that disconnect. Like they can't bring the two together. And that I could never understand. So even after reading a book like that, for a person to still be a Christian is crazy to me. Yeah, you know, I I run into a lot of people who agree that um, the Anglo-Americans in this country are violent people. They can see that. They can feel it. Um but there is a disconnect when when you bring up Christianity. You know, they don't see Christianity as being part of the traditions that have been passed along to us. So they can see that, you know, I always talk about the lynching, the hanging. I talk about the economics that have been passed along from Europe to today, I talk about the laws that have been passed along from Europe <laughs> to today, and they can see all that. They can see the the laws that have been carried forward. They can see those traditions, but there is that disconnect when you talk about Christianity being passed forward, um, being a Western religion. Uh, they. They have a brain fart, brother uncle, on that. On that, you know. So, uh, you know, it's almost as though, um, well, it's got to be because they see God as universal, and having, okay. in that the the white people have no stranglehold on God, you know. So, um, I'm not quite sure how to break through with that. I know you told me that you had come up with. Um, um, a brochure, African, what did uh-huh. you call it? Af- Africa for Dummies or something like that? Oh, African yep, History yep. for Dummies or something. So that might be helpful now, for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's just those small things like that that I think will help push people over the, <laughs> over the edge. You know, it's it's those small things, and you hear. Matter of fact, you'll hear Christians make certain statements on a regular basis that they always say. They like, like for instance, they'll they'll always say that yeah, you'll say something about enslavement. They say yeah, but you know the Africans enslaved themselves, right? You know what I'm saying? It comes on cue. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what they learn in church because it just comes right on cue with that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just complete foolery. <laughs> complete foolery at an all-time high. So, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a key fighter, sis, and I think this book is a good example of the fight with references. You know what I'm saying? It, and it kind of, it, it'll put you right where you need to be. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's a, it's an excellent read, man. 
So, you know, the, the, the chapters I read, you know, was real good, real good. And so I'll pass that on to the people to make sure they, you know, understand that. But I think you said you was having some conversation um, just just explaining the book, and it would always be that Christian that would pop up their head with that fool, right? I'm, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Because your, your voice is... I said, I said you, you know, you, we were talking about how you had your, uh, you know, you were selling your books. Right. You would always have a Christian that would pop up. Like, the conversation would be good right until right. you start talking about the Christianity. Like, it's always a, like, you know, like they try to duck. It's like a I, I don't know how you disconnect that. I, I guess maybe, like you said, the universality that they're claiming, although the book itself is not claiming to be universal. Right, right. You know, I just think it's, it's just um, a lot of people haven't thought it through, you know, um, <laughs> and I think that's, that causes a lot of disconnect, Um but you know the, the people who I've spoken to, they have, they they're real sincere about um, uh, about their their feelings on this social construct that we live under. They're real serious about that, and it just seems to me that they may somehow see that. Um, a dependability on God would help us through that. So I haven't broached the subject of, well, you know, this has been going on for 500 years. When is that going to happen? You know, I haven't done that because I really don't, um, I really don't, really don't want to debate people. I just want to uh, make people aware of of um, wh- what we're living through. You know, so my objective is not really to debate people, and I'll leave that to the squad. <laughs> but it, it really is to, if they're not aware, to make them aware of the social paradigm that we're living under. And it, to my surprise, you know, I must say that people are aware, and I think that was, I thought going into this, that would be my big, biggest challenge, that that we as black people did not or do not really understand what we're facing, but the people who I've spoken to really get it. They get it. And so they're buying the book for themselves. And this is what was, I don't think I mentioned this to you. Uh, they're buying the book for their children. I've had so many mothers and fathers say, well, I'm not a reader, but my child will love this, you know, and, and I will follow follow up with that and ask if they're studying African history and it's always right. yes, yes, we're studying you know, they're studying African history. So that's been surprising too, that the parents are picking up this book and saying, My daughter will love this. My son will love this book. So yeah, that's that's quite surprising and um, you know, I think it's um it's a good thing that they're doing it, you know, that they they understand that the next generation is, is has stepped in it already, you know, and need to be aware of what they're facing. So the parents are aware of that. You know, it's it's been, it's been a really great experience for me, brother. Hans. Well, I mean, well, you know, you got that I'm a Rothschild scholar type. That, that that book right there is just that, and I think that the fact that they can go to the references is what will really shake them. 
You feel me? Like it's not. And then you use a lot of European references. Am I correct in that? I would say 99.9. And um, talk about the the uh, violent aspects of the book. But Phone going out a little bit. Hello? Yeah, your phone's going out a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Go ahead now. Uh, but right, but ahead. There is a, there's, there's a lot of violence in the book because the Europeans have a very violent history. And um, for instance, um, I don't think I mentioned last time how you know, we generally, when we generally think of a bloodbath, well, let me just ask you: if I say that there was a bloodbath, um, on there was a bloodbath last Saturday, what what would you think I'm referring to? Just that's in general, a bloodbath. That somebody got killed. A lot of people got killed. Okay, so that's what we we think of as bloodbath. But in my book, I talk about Europeans actually bathing in blood. So, wow. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, yeah. They they actually huh. um, bathe in blood. You know, they thought it was a cure. You know, they thought it was hmm. a cure for whatever was ailing them. And um, one woman, um, her her name is uh, Bathory. Elizabeth Bathory, and she actually, um, I've got documentation from her court hearing where she was accused of killing a lot of um, girls and draining their blood and bathing in it as a beauty, uh, I don't know, a beauty technique. (laughs) Mm. So, Mm. I mean, they did some weird stuff that we don't ever hear about and probably don't want to hear about because it's so gory, but I think we need to hear about so that we know exactly what and who we're dealing with. Yeah, we're dealing with the crazy people themselves. And 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 the way they teach us is crazy. And so they would never tell you that part of that story. And so that's why, you know, I always say, man, it's going to be, that's one of the monumental books. Let me let, let me read one of these statements out of this, uh, one of these uh, one one of these statements out of the pamphlet. African history for dummies. Watch this. What you know? You hear Christians say it all the time. Or well, people in America, black people in America, hear it all the time. Um, so hit, look, num- number one, the foolery. I'm not African. Now, how many of y'all have heard black people say that? You you know you want to educate them on history. And as soon as you say, you know, well, I'm African, they're like, I'm not African. Okay, now watch this. The fact is, right, that DNA clearly shows that E1B1A, the hover group that defines indigenous Africans, make up about 60, 55% of African-American DNA. All right? So, you know, this pamphlet is going to kind of arm you and show people, and then we're going to have a reference there so you'll know where to go find that at. But the statement, man, is a Christian statement. I'm not so a person will say they African, 
They're not African, right, but will say they're Christian before they even say they're African. They're proud right. to say they're Christian, right? That's the flip-flop. So you're proud to say you're Christian, right? And because it's the Christianity that got you in stage. And there's no refuting that. As a matter of fact, that is the elephant in the room, and, and you can't get around that, right? But to say you're African shows that you're a part of the oldest humanity, that you're the mother and father of humanity, but you don't want to be that. It just shows the total just disrespect and the, and the total non-understanding of your place in the world. And, and, and that will definitely cause you to spend trillions of dollars uh, with other people instead of yourself there. But look, we got, we got a few calls here. I'm going to jump, take a couple calls, man, get them in this conversation. Right? Okay. All right. One, 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 your line is open. Hey, what's up, on? How you doing? What's good, brother? How you feeling, man? Who's that? Pretty good. I was just tuning in. Yeah, I was just reading your website, and I I don't know, you know. Uh, I'll kind of listen to her because she says she doesn't want to debate, and I think if I ask the question, it's going to lead her to a debate. So she may, and I, I, I how you doing, ma'am? I was just reading your site. But maybe I'll address this to you on um says uh, too many African yeah too, too, too many Africans uh African Americans have felt ashamed of being born African mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I consider myself an African American and I think that title is gives a meaning of who I am it already yeah. says that I have rooted African in me and mm-hmm. I'm born in America because I cannot deny my American culture there are many people, I do not live like people who live on the continent of Africa. But I have my DNA, I have my structure. I can get uh, confused from an African who, I mean, you know, that may speak African. We can, I mean, we look very similar. He may speak different languages, but if we don't say nothing, a white person may get us mixed up if I go over in Africa. He may assume that I'm African. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, we are so I understand that, but... I got a, I got my my. If you want to talk about nationality, about a nation, my geographical location, yes, I can say I'm an African American. That's my nationality. There's nothing wrong with that because I'm given a geographical location, and I'm combining Africa from from where I'm at, and I and I'm identified as such. People say, well, race doesn't matter. Race is just a measurement of physical features. You know, if someone's gonna, uh, uh, you know, if someone sees a crime, um, they're gonna describe to the police or the authorities whether it was a white person or a black person together. They're gonna, I mean, it's gonna come out. So we understand certain things, but I, I mean, that's what I, I, I think uh, people shouldn't feel ashamed. But I, I think people just need to speak factual about it. I agree with you guys. People say that they're not African. No. They say, well, I'm I'm black. I think, I, I really do think, and I end the argument, and I'll be quiet, the title African-American is sufficient for me. I think that is a good measurement. Well, where did you I read think that, that is at? a strong mm-hmm. measurement. I mean, that's combining, I mean, what, what, what went on. Because we can't well, separate that, and, and, and see, we have ownership of this land. Our grandfathers and grandmothers built this country, helped build it. It's not, listen, it's not my fault. Blood was shed, tears were shed, um, beatings many nights. We'd, uh, if you look, if you take the slave trade, I mean, we built this country economically. Um, I mean, the South had more 
uh, money at one time just for uh, for, uh, for cotton than the whole northern part of this country. Slave trade was the number one economic boom uh, uh, one time of this whole globe. So what I'm saying is work is put in, and I say I agree with you guys. The mind state must be uh, 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 must be powerful, but if we do not feel that we have ownership or we feel that we do not have no power in this country, there's no reason to cry moan. So I agree with the title African American. I just got you. I'm just um, tuned in, and I saw what, that, and I and I heard what you were saying. Also. What did you say though? We never but, said nothing about the title African American. We just said people are saying to be African. You know, like you'll say you African American. Now I can but, but, right, but, but what I'm saying, right? But what I'm saying is, right? But if they attack, right. you let me talk. Okay. We can't talk. The same All right, time. go ahead. If a person right. claims to be African American, but yet not African, that's dumb as hell. Because you would first have to be African, African descent, before being an African American. So you can't have one without the other. That's the point. You cannot separate the two. Well, the reason why we call no us African is our physical features, brother. No, no, that's not. No, they call us African. Wait, I'm, check this out. I'm not African. That's why you call yourself African. Born. That's why I call no, myself African. Let, I, put, I say African finish, American. Okay, you all can't right. cut me off. It'd be a ridiculous conversation. We have to let each other speak. Okay. Right? I'm not African because I was born in Africa. I am African because Africa was born in me. There is no way around that. My gene pool, my genetic makeup, clearly shows that I'm a part of the oldest civilization. On that, that, that my my loin, where I come from, my gene pool is the oldest gene pool on the planet. And so I was first have to be African, right? And I understand we're a clan, we're a new nation now, a new clan, African Americans, right? And I I, I fucks with African Americans. I don't deny that. You know, we built this for free, so I would never deny that. Not Brother Unc. Now I'm an African-American. Right. I'm an African in America, though. You feel me? At the end of the day. Okay, right, And if I right, so choose to right. change that name and we vote on a better name, which we surely can, right, then we'll do that, too, because we need to be self-defining people. So, no, I'm not asking people to give up Africa. I'm mad at people that right. act like they're not African. Like, this is stupid. That's my point. But, you but the reason why I say um, that is perfect on, because because I, because the American is a part of my identity time. though and and, and I, okay on, I'm quiet no let this uh, yeah go ahead sis oh I'm sorry I didn't hear you yeah yeah, yeah um yeah thanks Ankh yeah I I you know I think I said the last time I was on your show that I I think people need to um describe themselves. You know, I'm all for that. I'm not for describing who you are or what you are. And as Ankh said, and my point was that there are many of us, too many of us, who don't relate to Africa. We have disconnected ourselves, our brain, our DNA, if that was possible. There are many of us who would disconnect our DNA from Africa just because we have been made to feel ashamed of our ancestors. And what my book is trying to tell people is that we don't have a reason to be ashamed. The people who should be ashamed of themselves are the Europeans and the Anglo-Americans who carried out those policies that crippled our people. So that's the point of my book. The point of my book is to go into their history. Europeans have been the ones who wrote our history. They're the ones who are in our 
elementary schools, our middle schools, our high schools, and our colleges teaching us the wrong things about ourselves. They never bring up the things that they have done. I have had people come to me saying, I have taken history classes in college, European history classes in college. I have never heard any of these things that you're talking about in your book. And that needs to stop, and it has stopped because I've put it in print for all of us to see. We don't have anything to be ashamed of. So that's the point of it. Right. No, to reconnect right. to our roots and to gain strength, to carry some. They carry their traditions forward, the traditions that empower Europeans. We're operating under those traditions today. We have to be smart enough as African-descended people to understand that our own ancestors developed techniques that kept them operating, functioning positively for thousands of years. When will we get smart enough ourselves to carry our own ancestors' traditions forward? that will improve our mental health and improve our economic situation. That's what my book is about. And I think it's a powerful book there, brother. So, you know, you can't connect yourself from the root and expect to continue to live. The root is where you get your nourishment from. We, we've been nourished by those who have oppressed us. And that is clearly the problem. We, we, we've been nourished by religion, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, and this is clearly the problem. And it's the elephant in the room that we've been trying to act like ain't really there for the, since the last 170 years when they, quote, unquote, claim to have, to have set us free. But they never set us free because they continued to program that kept the shackles on our mind. And the Islam and the Christianity is the damn shackle because it's the cultural container. It contains their ideas and their concepts. Remember, those particular religions never taught them not to enslave us. It never had the power of thought over that. It never changed their thought process. As a matter of fact, they integrated that into the process. They absolutely did. They used that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I promise you that. So, you know what I mean? All facts. Man, you, you, you know what I'm saying, bro. It's, it's just that. Yeah, it's, you're right. I mean, this is, this is mankind. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 and like people, I, I was watching a video with you and the people be talking about the, um, well, no, I don't want to go because I, I don't know if you, I mean, you interviewing her. I don't want to go into my top, but I was listening to you and you're right. I, I, I think it's just a mankind and people just got the upper hand and they're using it on. And then I, I deal with the quantum physics stuff and, um, it's uncertainty and this mystery is crazy in that level, and it's crazy how it, when you look at it on the, uh, the macro level when you come up, um, it's crazy how the small group of people, the small group of because Europeans are is, is the least pop, populated, and it's more the, the, the most of the, um, the world is African people. I mean that's across the globe. I mean the DNA testing over and over again. It, I mean, we were across the globe at one point. They they said, according to the DNA, 10,000 years ago, there were no blue-eyed people. Um, but it's crazy how the, you know, the least amount of people got the most power. 
And it doesn't, I mean, if you were looking at a globe and you didn't know about the politics or nothing, you would think that the, the, the melanated people have the power, but that's not how it is. And then when you go to quantum physics and you get deep down to the science, um, we had to have a show on that. It's crazy and weird. So sometimes shit on the earth, man, it, it, that's why we have stuff that just work backwards sometimes, man. It's just not right. But we still have to go ahead and change it, though. You know, well, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Right, and I agree with you. You know, their their propaganda is they're masterful. Really, whenever you turn on the TV, you see Caucasian people. You know, and so the impression is given, and they do that deliberately. The impression is right. given that they're the majority. And I had the the weirdest shock of my life I, the first time I went to the the small country of Belgium. You know, the Belgium, we know uh, King King uh, Leopold and, the, and his story in the Congo. Well, I go into the airport, fly into the airport of Belgium and to the, to the luggage area, and there are no white people there. You know, they're all black people <laughs> there. Now, Belgium is a small country, but I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect to to be the majority in Belgium, you know. Um, so, yeah, they, and it's like that in other countries you go to. You see all these black folks walking around, and you go, oh, my but God. But listen to how I was blind, ma'am. I did not know, and I was lost. It couldn't, I, I didn't know, my, you know, just, I did not know that black people was in Australia. I thought Australia, that, I thought it was strictly white. Man, these guys... <laughs> They That's got crazy. places where, man, they got indigenous people. I said, what the world? It blew my mind. I said, shut up, people. Right, yo. That, that's what I said. Look, that's what my mind clicked Hell, and I changed. I said, I woke up. That was a light oh. moment. Because they, listen, listen, listen. They have a place where the, the world's most uranium is in the world. And they told, you know, they, they you know, they convinced outside forces because that's a holy land. And, you know, they got their traditions. They got their holy land that uh, don't wake up that beast. But yeah, man, um, I did not know that. I said, man, we're around the world. I said, man, we're, we're on the globe, man. It doesn't be. It's a fact. How they get all the way over to Australia? Let me just go to the next caller. I'm going to go to the next caller. You want to say something? Yeah, I just want to ask what what would happen to the to the to the emotional and mental state. What would happen to the the emotional or mental state of of black people, oh. African people, of African descended people, mm. if we turned on the television and we saw our image all over the place instead of white images? So they do what they do and, for psychological reasons, you know, for for control. And, and, and look, 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 check this out. Uh, you can go back to sixty thousand years ago. You'll get the African. Uh, they traveled to Indonesia, India. They used the ocean to do it. They called the Indian Ocean from South Africa. They actually they had these vessels that they actually um, uh, travel. They, they got sea-going things that they use. I'm not gonna say it was a ship or whatever it was. Like they could sail to Australia. As a matter of fact, they got right, they found they evidence of of them having a ability to deep sea fish. So they they fed themselves as they was on a trip. Okay, you can go to uh, caves in Indonesia and find African uh, rock art. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. brother 
Brother Khufu brings that uh, to notice. Uh, the Sean Khufu got that reference there. Type in African Indonesian art, right? And you'll find it there. You'll also find that they have fisheries there. So by the time they get there, these these brothers and sisters set up fisheries. Okay, so man, it's you know it's very very interesting. And then of course you got to deal with genetic mutations that occur in Australia that they mix with Dinosovan there, so you get an archaic mix there, and then you get the indigenous population you have right now. Right. But let me go. And even song. if they say the uh, come on, all facts. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't think about time, man. I'm sorry. You can't. I really want to keep that focus on that on that power pack book. Because, man, y'all, I mean, y'all remember what John B. Clark said, man. He said, study European history first. And we all missed the ball on that. And I'm sure we missed the ball on that because it was scattered all over the place. But now it's condensed, you know what I'm saying, right in the area. As a matter of fact, sis, I got I to got, I talk to um everyone's place. Are you familiar with that bookstore? Uh, familiar with what? Uh, everyone's place in Baltimore, the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, I think you helped me to that, yeah. I'm have to call them up and get your book in there. They'd be uncivilized not to have a book in there. Yeah, that's on um, Liberty Heights, right? No, 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 it's the North Avenue. Okay, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about, mm-hmm. yeah. I know what you were talking about, right, mm-hmm. um, right down the street from the yeah. uh, the little hotel, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, right you. down the street from the subway, where, where they burnt down the CVS. Right, one more on Howard, Howard in uh, North, right? Right there, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, 803, your line is open. I'm a raw squad up. What's up? What's up? I'm a raw squad up. Black African power, peace on. What's good? With, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing, brother? All right, all right. Peace to the sister on the line. Black um, African power. Black African power, indeed. I just wanted to ask the, the good sister um, a couple of questions. Sure. Um, so, you know, as the uh, information was coming forth that uh, African Americans do not, you know, they, they don't want to claim their African heritage. So well, I'm going to claim that for everyone, some of us. Some of us don't. Right, right, right. right, right. Okay. Um, I, I was just trying to bring that as a backdrop, and then I wanted to ask okay. you, um, so when did... Um, you were you always conscious um, and I guess uh, <laughs> believing in African heritage. And then the other question would be, um, why did you decide to write your book? And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Those two questions. Okay. And I definitely appreciate you know, are... the literary work. Sorry. You know, those are some really important questions. Um, the first question, no, I have not. And I, my mother was a person who traveled all up and down the West Coast, and she brought back stories, and she brought back pictures. Um, she used to go to the, I can't remember the name of the island. It's off the coast of uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, but where the conscious folk met all the time. Every summer she would go there. She did that for years. I don't know, but but my mother has had is is deceased and I started going through her her uh, book collection and I see all these conscious books and I go, Oh my God, she's never talked to me about any of this stuff. But no, you know, I have a, a friend who I consider a mentor now and he actually spent 20 years convincing me 
It's just so, brother, never give up. Wow. Time. You know, we have we have to work through the Christianity. You know, we've got to work years. through the. You know, we have to work through the yeah. European propaganda that's so strong. And I worked in the media, right? Um, uh, uh, but um, <laughs> I, I had to work my way through all of that. And even and even after working my way through that, twenty yeah, I was twenty. He, and he and it was every day. You know, this was a coworker of mine. And every day I saw him, he had something to show to me or something to say to me. And it was just little by little. It started making sense to me, little by little, you know, until I started asking my own questions. So those of us who say, you know, not everybody's coming, I mean, some of us are trying to get there, you know, but it's a process. And as I was telling um, some people who I I recently, um, is it a process, but, um, you know, it's, it's, there are levels to consciousness. Not every, you know, when you're asleep, and I think I heard on your show, Brother Aunt, uh, Dr. Um, Leonard Jeffries say that, you know, it feels so good to be asleep. Nobody wants to wake up. And that's, I could relate to that. You know, who wants to wake up from, you know, you're having these wonderful dreams, or all these exciting things are happening in your dreams. And, but once you start waking up, there are levels to that consciousness. You know, you don't immediately wake up and hop out of the bed and you're ready to go about your business, right? Sometimes you turn over, you hit the snooze alarm on your clock, and you roll back over. So there are different levels. So uh, we have to be patient with one another and understand the level of propaganda that Europe uses. They use it on their own people, and they're using it on us now. Um, as far as the second question is concerned, I have a daughter, um, and when she was uh, a little younger, we had a conversation about Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods was self-identifying as everything but African. I thought it was funny. You know, it was, it was funny. My daughter was a teenager at the time, and I'm laughing. And I say to her, and it's very offhanded, and very, and I wasn't thinking at the time, and I, I said to her, boy, you know, it's, you know, what a thing it is to be the most hated to belong, excuse me, to belong to the most hated race on the face of the earth. And that shook my daughter. I saw her. I saw the smile leave her face and the reality set in on her. And I thought, this is my daughter who I've taught, you know, I've taught her about white folks, you know what I mean. And still <laughs> she had that she had that reaction. I hurt her. I mean, that went straight to her heart. And so... I felt that if if I could raise a daughter who could still be, uh, who could still feel badly about that, um, then there are other children out there who need to know that they have nothing to be ashamed about. And so that's that's uh, the inspiration for the book right there. You know, um, I read uh, Marimba Annie's book Urugu, and all kinds of sparks started flying in my head. So I had a lot of things coming together in my life that shook me awake and, um, you know, helped me write the book, you know, in addition to ancestor power. You know, there were times when, uh, actually, this book is the 13th chapter of an original book that I started, and I wrote 15 pages, and I was finished, and I kept getting information. And so now I have 30 pages. And now I have 50, and now I have 80, and now I have 150, you know. 
So the ancestors kept sending me information. They weren't finished with the book yet. When the book was finished, I stopped getting information. That's when the book finished. I got no more information for like, you know, a couple of weeks, and I thought, okay, maybe I'm done now, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, those, those, uh, those are the reasons why I wrote the book. Cool, cool. That's beautiful. And I would just say once again, we appreciate you. We appreciate what you've done as far as putting down the literary works to wake our people up and our children. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, Vital. I'm going to leave your line open, man. Let me read, read something else from this time real quick. Well, I just read one so far, right? Um, let me see. Let's skip down to... Yeah. Uh, let's go to four real quick. Tom Foolery. Voodoo is evil. Try this. Um, Thanksgiving is coming. Right? Right after the good old-fashioned Christian prayer around your family... I want you to try to invoke some voodoo. Just say voodoo. Let's do the voodoo and say that and watch how everybody start diving and running away from you real fast. Okay? <laughs> That's because they've been taught. <laughs> the, voodoo, the voodoo was some kind of evil. <laughs> some kind of, they, they used a the propaganda war machine on the, on the thing, right? But it's funny because you just did the Christian prayer and it was Christianity that enslaved you. Maybe later on the program, I'll show you how they tap as bulls. And I speak of it all the time. I'm going to continue to do it until you get it to your mind. How these popes, Pope Martin, Pope Julian, Hernandez, all of them, they, they wrote papers, bulls. The decree that any land you find is a sign of a Christian monarch can be enslaved and brought to the faith. So watch this. The truth is, Buddha is an African deity who predates all modern deities. It is the oldest system on the planet connected to nature. Buddha gave rise to math, science, literature, agriculture, and the arts, including dance, music. It gave rise to the things that make up culture. Voodoo allowed Africans to understand the natural world around them in its natural form. See, that's the truth. They're not going to teach you the truth. They're going to show you all kinds of things. They're going to show you tribes that, that have broken away from the tradition. They're going to show you everything they can show you. They'll even do documentaries on it. But won't get the truth. Anybody that knows anything about voodoo, they know that the majority, right, of the tradition is medicine. And they never talk about the medicine. You would just have to go to Wikipedia or an encyclopedia and look up um look up uh pharmaceutical companies and find out where they get a lot of their plants from right. to produce their shocking. Drugs. It's shocking. Okay? <laughs> right. You'll find out that that the majority of that stuff comes from comes from rainforest. We all know that. All the cures of anything on earth can be found in rainforest. You'll find the forest and rainforest and you'll find an indigenous among indigenous populations and they get a lot of that stuff from them. They they go and they catalog these things. They they scientists stay in these indigenous places. Okay? But when you speak of voodoo, you're really talking about the traditional medicine because it was used to keep the community healthy. But they never talk about that. They want to talk about a sacrifice, right, which they do ritual human sacrifice, right? They, they want to talk about the sacrificing, which is no more than, I, I likened it to when Christians sit down at the dinner table. When you eat food, you're literally eating food that has been slaughtered, right? The Muslims call it halal, okay? The Jews call it kosher. But when the African do it, it's fucking barbaric. 
It's barbaric <laughs> to slice the neck of a chicken, clean it, cook it, and eat it. That's barbarian. But yet for them, it's just halal. I'm telling you how they play this game. And it's very, very funny to me. So you must study African custom and traditions to understand what they're doing right to your mind. I'm going to say this again. Look up what kosher is. The rabbi prays over the food. He drains the blood out the food. Right? Halal. So they use Muslim rabbis for also kosher food and vice versa. I'm telling you this because I lived in a Jewish community. When you halal something, is you pray over it, but you drain all the blood out of it. So I, I, I'm showing you what they do. And then they eat it. But when we do it, it's evil, and you're going to go to hell. Because that's boo-boo. Yeah, that's, 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 I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's uh, par for the course for them, you know, because their medicine, um, their medicines, they originally went into, um, into ancient Egypt and learned some medical techniques and they, took their techniques back into uh, Greece and adapted them, you know, added all kind of witchery to it. But, you know, in my research, I found that, you know, <laughs> you know, they're using feces in their medicines. They're using human bodies in their medicines. Um, they use urine in their medicines. If it came from the body, including the human body, they use it in their medicines. They also, I also have a, a, a folklore saying that, you know, they use so much voodoo that, you know, those who did research couldn't tell exactly where that, that not voodoo, I'm sorry, but they used uh, what, what they called voodoo. Um, they couldn't tell where it originated from, you know, that it was so um, indoctrinated into European medicine you know, witchcraft and charms and um, all sorts of strange medicines were incorporated into their remedies. They don't know the, how it originated. You know, where did, where did it come from, you know? Um, so, yeah, they pointed, the, you know, the saying goes, when one finger is pointing away, there are three fingers pointing at that person, and that's the Europeans. I mean, they accuse Africans of all sorts of treacherous, uh, medicinal behaviors that they were practicing themselves. So I definitely agree with you, Brother Aunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you know, it's just madness, man, the way they played you. You know, and, and, and you can just see the pain and hurt in the eyes, right, of our people, man. When you say voodoo and they're scared to death, like in this demon worship and there's all these things, but yet the very book that they deal with is based off of a human sacrifice. And you actually go to church and drink the blood. Symbolic ritual. But you're still drinking the blood. Think about that. I, I mean, hey, look. Look, man. We can keep playing this game if we want to. But it is clear. We've been bamboozled. We've been hornswoggled. We've been led astray. Watch this. Um, five. The tomfoolery. The first slaves couldn't read. You know, you hear Christians say that all the time. Well, you know, we couldn't read. Most people, some people on this show might think that, right? Here's the truth. Truth is, the Africans could not read the English language, but Africans were literate and had their own scripts 
okay? I'm going to give you a list of the script. You know, it's the BC. You got the, uh, the Aramic script. You got the Phoenician. You got the Metanecha. You know what I'm saying? You got scripts. You, I mean, you got schools, temple two. This is all before the European slavery. West Africa, schools. Like, come on, man. Like, it's funny. And, and I think you may mention, sis, that most of them was goddamn illiterate to their own language they couldn't read and write. All right. They signed X's for their names, you know? So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, the church came in, Excellent. the church came right. in with, with their with their witchery and they shut down all education. You know, it benefits the church, it benefits the European culture to have ignorant and literate people to rule over. Mm-hmm. You know, they can ask, can't ask any intelligent questions, right? So no. yeah, when it came to documentation they signed exes. You know, they couldn't read. I mean, I think you said it before, the the only thing that they could probably um, recite was the Bible, you know, and that was because it was read over and over again to them that they knew it by by memory, but it wasn't that they were actually reading the book. So um, from my understanding that the whole education system in America developed because businesses needed people to keep the books. That's why education got started in America. So aside from that, you know, we'd be just as ignorant as the, the earlier Europeans. Mm. Wow. All right, let me get this next call. Four four your line is over. I'm lost squad up. Uh, I hit the line by mistake, huh? Uh all right, bro. Uh yeah, I definitely right. Uh you know, this count Kai news from Atlanta, by the way. Uh yeah, man, people gotta get out of the people gotta get out of this uh you know, this mind funk about this African because you know, we got to look at everything objectively, you know what I mean? We're not proud to be African just because, but we're proud to be African because, you know, it's one of the most resourceful places on this earth, you know, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with claiming America and stuff like that, and, you know, that's what you want to do, but ultimately you got to look at this as a functional, you know, equation, you know. Eventually, you know, water going to run where it's allowed. So, you know, we got to get back in conjunction with thinking about the future, our technology, the natural resources. You see what I'm saying? Um, this whole Syrian thing, it's, it's it's about natural gas to me. You know, uh, they got a Iraq, mm-hmm. Iran, Syrian pipeline that was, that, that was supposed to be created to rival, you know, uh, this front line that runs in Europe. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so with that whole thing, you know, that that's we still got to look at it objectively and see what they doing. You know what I mean? And um you know, as far as uh you know, the whole I know y'all did a hangout with the Paris thing earlier. You know, I I just like people to know that, you know, we can't be too quick to jump on sides. Regarding stuff like that, because I saw a video on Facebook and dude was asking, he was like, do we really ask ourselves what's causing these people to act out this way? You know, a, a lot of times it's connected to religion, but these, I, I pulled up an article, it's been over uh, 4 million Muslims killed since 1990. That's a lot of damn people, and we know ISIS 
as an organization, there ain't no four million damn people. You know what I mean? Because they constantly chasing them in these small outskirts cities and townships. You know what I mean? So we know four million people. You know that accounts for a lot of civilian or, or women and children. You know what I mean? And, and you got to ask yourself. You know, due to our campaigns as a as a nation, as the United States, where have we wrong? You see what I'm saying? And yeah, I agree. And you know, uh, you know the discount for human weed. life. Huh? Yeah, I don't know about the weed. I include myself in that shit. I well, ain't weed, yeah, I'm, I'm there, but I agree with Feel what me. you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying we ain't did shit. And not to mention, they <laughs> killed the, 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 the Arabs. Yeah, the Arabs killed 47 Nigerians. You want to talk about that? So I ain't giving yeah. shit fuck about either side. I'm not feeling sorry for the 4 million Arabs that died. What about the 10 million Africans that was brought across the saltpeter mines to Iraq, across the Sahara? Yeah, that, people don't want to talk about that. So, I, so look, let them wipe themselves out. I don't care. You know, That's my stance on it, bruh. And I promise you this. Yeah, and that, they murdered and that, these Arabs are filthy murderers, bruh. I am telling you this all the way. And they're in our community not giving... Three flying fucks about us. So you think yeah, I feel yeah, sorry because because Russia and, and France and the United States about to get back on their head? They on our head right now in Africa, man. Maybe that'll give the Africans a chance to get their foot back. They need to step exactly. up that motherfucker now. You feel me? And that's what Africans I was alluding to. Fuck now. Run their ass up out of there. Matter of fact, join the motherfucking French and the fucking uh, Americans and fight and run their ass somewhere. Do that for a minute. Then go back. Because that's how you do shit in war. All right? Tell you what. We got y'all right here. Do y'all thing. Get them up out your country, man. But we ain't got that heart no more. Man, come yeah. on, man. Dude. Dude. And that's, check this that's out. what I was alluding to. The enemy to the Africans. The John DeWee. Definitely. It's called the devil on the white horse. Yeah. Come on. Definitely. That's I, what I, I was alluding to. You know, I was alluding to people just staying out this global conflict shit. Because it seems it caused more uproar amongst the black community from us just debating than it does on the national level. You see what I'm saying? I, I, you know, with these, with, with these people, you know, like we said, we need to be sitting back instigating this shit. You know what I mean? Let them take each other out. You know what I mean? I definitely ain't got no resolve for no air. You know what I mean? I went, in, I went into the air gas station. If you look on my uh, Facebook page, I went into the gas station. He had ants crawling all over the candies, the chips and shit. And I made, you know what I mean, I, I, I put my phone on and, and I put it on video. And, you know what I mean, I'm going to submit it to the health department, you know what I mean? And I told him, you know what I mean, you want to feed your wife and dog and kids this shit with ants crawling all over oh, the shit. Hell he just no. sent back that too. So I charged their ass up too. You know, but I, I, you know what I mean, that's, that's just to show that you know what I mean? We need to pull the covers back on all this shit and not allow, like y'all said, propaganda to control our emotional reaction, man, because the shit looks stupid, man. And all it is, all it is, all it is, is really social, social scientists playing and marginalizing our behavior and to use it against us. You see what I'm saying? These people, people talk about Illuminati and all. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't no super magical, all this spook shit people talking about. These people that just understand, these are smart people that have studied the human psycho psychology and human behavior and know how to use all our actions against us. You see what I'm saying? 
that's all it is. You know what I mean? These people study yeah. human behavior and know how to manipulate us. And, and that's, our, that's our, our, our shortcoming. You know what I mean? We don't constructively look at anything how we deal. Anything. You know what I mean? We got to get out of that. Yeah, I think it's important that we always... Okay, I think it's important that we always remember that when the white Americans are crying boo-hoo-hoo to look at the bigger picture, uh, number one. But number two, we have to keep in mind that these these two cultures have been fighting for thousands of years, thousands of years. And I could not agree with you more, brother, when you talk about the propaganda and the social scientists. It's hard. It's hard, people. We have been manipulated to be who we are. And it, it, I'm going to um, give it back to you, Ang, but I would like to open my book and read a quote to everybody that I found on my way to research and uh, just to let you all know how much we've been manipulated. Thanks, Ang. I'm going for my book. All right, great. Oh, you don't get you ain't got the book yet? You got it? Uh, well, actually, I, I've got it on my tablet that I'm reaching for, if I can find it. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a quote that was uh, published in 1905 by a British imperialist. I'm just opening up my tablet now. Um, his name is Harry Johnston. And he was very essential um, to the British Empire as it was going around and um, uh, hot going. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Let me just find this. Johnson. Okay. Um, okay. Terry H. Johnston. Uh, Actually, he goes by, he went by Sir Harry H. Johnston. He was a a British imperialist who helped um, the British conquer parts of Africa. He's quoted as saying, no doubt, as in Asia and South America, the eventual outcome of the colonization of Africa by alien peoples will be a compromise, a dark-skinned race, with a white man's brain. So they put in a lot of mechanisms to ensure that we behave as they do. Mm-hmm. So I'll read that again. No, no doubt, no doubt as in Asia and South America, the eventual outcome of the colonization of Africa by alien peoples will be a compromise a dark-skinned race with a white man. Five, and he wrote that in 1905. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there you have it. The caller number is 347-857-2055. It's a good quote right there. So what chapter is that in? That's in the introduction of the book. Okay, all right. Let me get to you. You had six four six. Put your hand out. Go ahead, call you. Where you at? Uh, hold on one second. Six four six. Where you at? All right. Well. Okay. Well, you know, it's just it, it's just a whole 
I mean, look up John Dewey. Look that up, man. You can clearly see the Arabs is murdering the Africans, man. Murdering them. You know, all in their lands, taking their lands like, like, like ants. You feel me? Go look at Egypt. That's why I don't, I'm not going to Egypt. I can't do it. Right? Just can't do it, man. You mean right you know now? Like it's, yeah, I don't go. I, I, me personally, I don't want to go to Egypt. That ain't where I want to go. Oh, okay. You know, my study, okay. my, you know, my study is, it, I mean, the way they just keep it, the upkeep of it, filthy. Right. It's filthy. Come it's on. filthy. If, you know, if right. people go to my website, mm. If people go to my website, I'm sorry, Aunt, they will see some pictures I took back in 2007 of Egypt. This is an Egypt that you never hear about, you never see. How raggedy, how bombed out, how burned out <laughs> Egypt is. You can tell, you can tell I mean, it's, it's one giant ghetto. And you can tell that the people who live there now, don't care anything about that land. Right. Debris so, everywhere. Yeah, let me keep my let, let, let me keep the fairy tale in my mind. Like the sin is bleeding. Once you say it like that, man, you just you like wow. Like they they have no respect for the monuments there. I know they don't. So like, you just, no, they their mosques now their mosques are all. Beautiful, the ground surrounding the mosque, beautiful. You have to remove your shoes. It's quiet inside, just very reverential. When you go to Giza, it's a circus. I was <laughs> I was so surprised. You know, they got people selling, hawking, shouting, you know, uh, around the, the pyramids, you know, just, feet outside of the sink is, uh, you know, it's like this bombed out ghetto area. You know, it's, you know, it. <laughs> What's the website, any, um, It's medievalupheaval.wordpress. That's the one with the pictures? Is that the one with the yes, pictures? Yes, they, they have to click on the original book, which is um, the diaspora book. If they click on that link, they will see pictures that I took where um, I, I talk about my time in Egypt and the, the pictures that I took of um, the, the waste. I mean, just nasty, just, you know, just gross, just vulgar. And, you know, my mother, one thing, you know, when she traveled along West Africans, she told me that Africans are so clean. They're so clean. She says they recycle everything. She says you won't find any trash there. So that's a behavior we learned from Europe. Europe was dirty. Europeans lived with their animals. That wasn't us, <laughs> you know. So, you know, they put a, you know, they flipped the script. They put a lot of their behaviors on us, and we picked up a lot of their behaviors because we forgot our traditions, you know. So, Throwing garbage in the street and and not caring what happens to the environment, that's not our, that's not traditional African, you know, that's European stuff. You know, they were, were the ones who were throwing their waste products into the streams and then they would take a, you know, a cup and dip water and, take it and drink it down. You know, that's not, that's not African. Man, 
So, okay, now I'm on the site, right? <laughs> I'm on the site. Where I can find the pictures at now? What's the site so you can Um, do you see the book, The Last? Because I don't have that. I don't have my website open, but it should say, The Last Shall Be First. Do you see that? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Click that. So click that, and then scroll scroll through that, and you'll see the pictures that I put up. Do I gotta click on something? Cause I don't just the pictures ain't just on here. Yeah, they should be there. Do you hmm. see them? They should be. Yes? No? No. Maybe? No. Really? No. Really? Yes. Once the camera took it, if they come soon, a new book written by uh, C.J. Kimmy, oh, the okay. last shall be first story in that phase of this book, right? Okay, but um, that's all I see. Do I got to click on and see Pernod at a distance? Um, okay. You know, I'm on my uh, way there link. now. That's a broken link. Ne- okay, neighborhood, brief you to dumping site. Let me see. Nope. Yeah, you got a broken. You got you got a broken link. It's a access denied. File across authorized. What? You know, you got stuff super coded. <laughs> yeah. No way. No, yeah, it's yeah, not supposed to be like. Cool. Okay, well, you know what? I'll fix yeah. that. Thank you for pointing that out because, um, no, that should be anybody should be able to access that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on my way there, but probably got the Batman code on it. No, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do worry about security because white folks are nosy, right. so I have to protect myself. But yeah, I thanks for pointing that out. I will. Um, well, what happened to my pictures? Well, you can see I have the I have um, the captions. Uh, Pernetta at a distance. The neighborhood yeah, creek used as a dumping site. Yeah, my pictures are gone. Mm-hmm. I have to see what happened with that because they should definitely be there. Wow. Okay. Because I'm home underground base there. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm saying that's cool. You can see, I can go to the Guardian link. I can see that. That's good. But, uh, yeah, you got to get that done. Yeah, I'll fix that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all good. Is that, oh. is that city all good? Um, all right, let me see who. All right. Okay, let me read another one of these uh, things. Okay. Hmm. The Tom Foley, Africans lived in jungles. Uh, I once had to get corrected on that. Brother Smash corrected on that. He did a video showing the topography and stuff like that. But what I should say the truth is, there are no more jungles. And it says, the truth is, there are more jungles in other parts of the world, such as Asia and Europe. Uh, in Africa, there were savannas, forests, grasslands, rainforests, marshes, deserts, tributary swamps. Right, uh, man, mega lakes, um, the largest river in the world now. But no, jungles are at a minimum in Africa. Let's get that straight. So, you know, but they'll tell you that. You know, we get that from that Tarzan movie. You know, a lot of our Africans right. come from Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's still in my mind. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Must be say something. Oh, that was yeah, me. I was know. I was agreeing with you about Tarzan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very damaging. Very damaging propaganda, Tarzan. Yeah. But you know, the thing about Europe is that, um, you know, the, the, that's where the Germans lived. <laughs> the Germans lived in the woods. You know, um, 
Well, they lived underground too, but um, yeah, they lived in, in their what they call forests. You know, they don't call them jungles, but that's where they lived. Rio is not even all right. Nine Tom Fool, the Africans invented nothing. And for the most part, uh, by the time you raise generations in America, most people think that we just stand there butterball naked, waiting for Jesus Christ to come save us, or waiting for the European to take us to Christ. Uh, you, you would absolutely think that. Um, but no, the truth is that the Africans were, fund- were foundational to invention, or the foundation to inventing. They say Africans were the first tool makers. They invented tools that allowed Africans to travel the globe. Africans invented tools uh, to allow them to inhabit all parts of the world. Okay, so so when you talk about the little bit of the, the, the few Europeans that inhabit the planet, how do they make that up? They make that up in science and technology. So you might got a lot of brown people on the planet, but the technology is not exceeding the Europeans. And so it allows little small pockets of Europeans to control large areas of people based off the time technology. So, you know, they got like satellites. The satellites can, can zero in on your front goddamn door. So just imagine yeah. being in a neighborhood somewhere in Africa. And all they got to do got the right coordinates. They can zero in on that shit. You feel me? So, so they eyes mm-hmm. is everywhere. So they don't need to be everywhere. That's the point I'm making. So that's why we need to get reinterested into the science and technology. Okay. So, Tom, the Tom Fool, Africans could not think for themselves before the Europeans came. I mean, this is exactly what they teach you. This is exactly what the Christian Church teaches. Okay. The truth is. The Africans are the oldest thinkers on the planet. The oldest recorded thoughts, both abstract and symbolic, evolved through through the Africans 106,000 years ago. All right, number 11, Tom Foley. African were slaves. The truth is that Africans were not slaves. Europeans called them slaves. Europeans kidnapped Africans and made us believe they were slaves. Kidnapping was always illegal, while slavery has been legal. Europeans changed the name for their activities to make them appear legal. Yes, absolutely. Remember, they had to abolish slavery because it was absolutely positively legal. But you will never find a time in history where kidnapping was legal. So these points I bring out, you know what I'm saying, let you kind of get an understanding of the programming that was placed on on the Africans, right? So to break that programming, you got to read books that detail their behavior. See, they give you our behavior. Well, they're pagans. They don't believe in God. They're witches. Like, we can't even have a damn doctor. Like, it's a witch doctor. Exactly. Right? <laughs> okay. They're a witch doctor. Damn. Damn. <laughs> it, it, it's relentless in what they do. It's in their speech. And so when you speak the language... Right? You're relentless on yourself. So that's why it's important to read a book that kind of lifts the veil of secrecy that's placed on the Europeans' true history. I'll say it again. That's why it's important to read a book. Medieval. Upheaval. Okay? Upheaval. I mean, it's important to read that book, man. It just, it pulls the dress off the thing, man. 
right? So that's, you know, I'm just, just making these points, causing these points. It's important to understand that. Study European history. Study to show and prove. Get this next call. 281, your line is open. Mm. I'm Ross Squad up. Black African power. I'm Ross. Black African power. Okay, that's about, brother. Hey, uh, brother man, and uh, you know, uh, she, she uh, I can tell she's uh, very well uh, versed and and uh, in her studies, and I, I definitely want to get my hands on that book. But I I came in in the mid, in the middle of the conversation, and I I missed two very important things: her name, as well as the name of her book. My name is Shashet Kemet. <laughs> Shashet Komet, that's S-H-E-S-H-E-T, Komet as in ancient Egypt. And uh, the name of the book is Medieval Upheaval, a catalog of bloody European evils. (laughs) (laughs) And I can can believe that. And I I thank you very much for uh, coming on uh, and uh, sharing the information that, uh, that you have. Thank you. You know, I, I, I'm hoping that this book will empower us. You know, it's an essay that was written to empower African Americans. It was an essay written so that we can stop feeling shame, those of us who still feel shame for Africa, for our ancestors. Um, when the Europeans went into Africa, and they kidnapped us and took us from our homes and our families. That wasn't enough for them. They had to lie about us too, you know. So it wasn't enough for them to remove us from our families and our loved ones from the peace of Africa. They had to lie about us. And I mean, we we should be at least I am. For my let me speak for myself. I am equally angry about that the lies that they told that separated us psychologically from our own selves, our own ancestors, our own selves. So thank you very much for that. Yes. And uh, I did uh, take a little time, went online, and uh, I couldn't, because uh, I didn't know the name of the book, nor your name, I, I couldn't pull it up on the Internet, but I did go to uh, Ghetto Egypt, and I pulled up some very horrific uh, pictures uh, uh, as to uh, how they uh, waste manage there, and I'd have to say that uh, they are definitely—I uh, wouldn't even call it a third world country—in uh, the manner that they handle waste. I, I would say that they—they're they, definitely alien uh, to the planet. Uh, you know, it's—it's <laughs> it's really gross. It's real. People are shocked. You know, my mother was in Egypt a couple of times, and she never came home talking about how dirty Egypt was. I was appalled over there. I mean, they take, they don't have um, a regular trash collection, and so they just throw the garbage everywhere. It's in the in the rivers, the little streams. Uh, it's everywhere. The Nile, the, the first thing they told us about the Nile was don't get any of the water on your skin. I mean, not a drop, you know. And to, to think of where the Nile has come from. You know, that was our place. That was That's how we got our nourishment. That's how the economy grew. Now you can't even put your finger in it without worrying about parasites and all kinds of diseases coming from it. They have just really, they raped that land, and they just, it's just appalling. It's appalling. 
So I'm glad yeah. you looked that up and, and saw it for yourself. Yeah, I saw it for myself. And them and the Europeans, uh, we need to, like, just uh, give them uh, what they really want. Uh, we already know, you know, that they, we can't slide them off the planet. But if they want to just circle, you know, the globe, you know, 11, 30, 40, 50 miles up there, we just should just uh, build them a big ship and just let them just circle the globe. Just get off of here. You know, you don't have to, you know, be totally dismissed, but, you know, just circle us around the globe and, and give us our planet back. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the hostility uh, towards Earth, I don't get, I don't, yeah, I guess I'll never get that. You know, I've had, I've listened to a couple of lectures where, you know, some of our elders talk about it and discuss it, but it just makes no sense to me that that a, a people, a culture, can be so disconnected from the very things that they come from. So I, I don't get that at all. Thank you. Okay, I want to give it back, uh, give you the floor back. I, I thank you very much for uh, bringing the system on. Okay, very informative. Okay, thank brother. You. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that, brother. That got some power. All right, so, hey, um, okay. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, did you have another call? or Because I want to ask you no, to go no, back wait. to, I think, can you read number eight again from, from your book? Because I, I wanted to ask you something about that. or I think it was eight or nine oh. that you read. Which one about the resources? I didn't read about the resources. About, it was 10 Africans invented nothing. Which one? Um, before that one. Lived in the jungle. Had no government. I didn't read that. Uh, I guess I read, um, hmm, Invented Nothing, that one. The Truth About the no, Africans was, was foundational. Oh, yes, it was. Yes, 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 yes. Um, you know, uh, I think it was when I was in Asia that I learned from your show, from the squad, that the first uh, mattress, came from mm-hmm. Africans. And Yeah. Yeah. And and that's interesting to me because um in Europe they were sleeping on straw I mean on the ground. You know, they didn't try to um you know what I mean, they didn't try to build beds like that. Um the other one was um what is that the name of the uh, math the math for lack of a better word, the math stick that was invented, where they did the calculations what? and some. Shango bone. You know the. What is it? A shango bone. The oldest oh, mathematical the yeah, yeah, yeah. device. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, shango. Kitanda, yeah. the shango. In that area, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so we were, we were on top of things. <laughs> Yeah, we're on we start fucking with the white people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah, they had their agenda. You know, they should have their mm-hmm. agenda. You know. Yeah, they got their agenda. And the military is yeah. all over yeah. Africa now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but they're they going to have their hands full. They better, they better reinforce themselves. <laughs> leave, look, leave Africa now. Go reinforce yourself, Arab. They got to go back home and reinforce yourself. The French are coming. I guarantee you. You're funny. 
I thought your comment about, you know, uh, the the Europeans and the Arabs fighting one another and giving Africans a chance to to breathe, I thought that was, you know, get up on their feet. That, you know, that's a really interesting comment right there. You know, it's, it's, it's taking an opportunity to, to free ourselves from, from that oppression, you know, because we, we seldom remember that the Arabs oppressed us too, you know, and they were, yeah, um, yeah, they were first, right, to mm-hmm. oppress us, you know, so. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. They doing it right now in Sudan as well. Right. Yeah. John DeWee. We bought, call him John bought. DeWee. Go ahead, brother. Yep. <laughs> no, I was just saying, you know, uh, them Arabs, they, they, they took over Sudan and they pushed all the indigenous people into the mountains. You know what I mean? They can't grow nothing no more. They can't fish no more. They they using bombs and rockets and grenades on indigenous people with no weapons. Like, these people savage. You know, they savage. Hey, you know they, they ain't going to waste that shit no more, and they're going to save that shit for the French. They may save all that shit for the oh. French. <laughs> <laughs> French fries. <laughs> French fries is coming, son. They coming. And i tell you I what think, was funny, man, I when think. I watched them, had that meeting. They had that meeting. You see that meeting they had? That the Russian president, Obama, and the French, they yep. just oh, sitting they in the chair. They wanted yeah. They was huddled together. Y'all like, yeah, nigga, go ahead and go ahead. The, the, the fuel is in the jet. And it probably already started. I guarantee it already started bombing. They already hit. Man, oh, they, come on, man. They, 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 the bomb counted 20 right now. They done dropped 20 bombs already. Did they? Already? That's on, that's on, BB, on BBC, yep. They got they done dropped twenty bombs already. <laughs> oh yeah, open up with a flurry of twenty. We'll see you one shooting of the nightclub. We'll see you twenty. Yeah. Yep. We'll raise that twenty. Well man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Africans gotta get themselves together right now. It's the best time to be an African over there in Africa right now. They're not gonna because because if you got Arabs over there oppressing with weapons, they're not gonna be able to get reinforced. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, they can't fight a war on on, on five fronts, yo. They're gonna have to focus on that. Y'all know that's what happened to Hitler. He tried to fight too many wars on too many fronts. Mm-hmm. That was definitely his downfall. BBC. Mm-hmm. Look, man, we got six minutes left. You know that I don't know where the general at. He kind of missed it. I mean, I'm gonna call him, call up tomorrow and see why he missed out. But you know, man. I don't even want to say it was a replacement because it really wasn't. I think, you know, we get what we get. And this book is clearly a, a device that will be used to unlock the enslavement process that's been that's been placed on your mind with the religion. And so, you know what I mean? You're going to start going to work looking at white people real strange to read that book. The same way you felt when you seen Ruth. Remember that? Remember how you felt about white people that first that first week? Yeah, well, you know, reality and a good dose of it will uh, lead you to start to focus on who you're really dealing with. So, you know, I'm I'm appreciative of you, sis. Um, uh, let us know when you get that site back fixed with those pictures. Hey, are you going to put my book up on your site, Doc? Yeah, I'm sure I am. Absolutely. Okay, so people you will definitely order that book from that site. Yeah. 
Okay. And get that. Yeah. Go to the AmaraSquad.org. Right. Mm-hmm. And click that and get that. Right. So you know. And now, sis, I'm really appreciating you uh, stop by like that. Um, got a nice crowd online chat room, and uh, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, I, had, got I had to questions. set my alarm, and I still, I still, I said I had to set my alarm, and I still slept over. So sorry for being late. I apologize for that. Snoring, <laughs> you were snoring. I see you were snoring. I have long days. I have to tell every, my day starts at four four thirty in the morning. So, so that's why. Bomb. <laughs> so you have to wake can't. me up. You know, get busy. Mm. Mm. So you, what would you be growing for, right? Yeah, I do that in the summer. I grow food and um, try to sell it. So yeah, yeah, that's that's my summer job, working in my garden. And 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 ladies, that's a great way to keep your weight down, to lose weight and keep your weight down. Farming, you know. Hell yeah! Get up four in the morning. You ain't got time to eat. <laughs> it's a not, lot of labor, you know, but it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I just say, ladies and, and gentlemen, it goes for for the men too. You know, the great way to, to keep that weight down. Yeah, ain't no fast lady. One no fast lady. One no fast lady. Right. right. Well, you know, I don't know what it's like now. You know, um, but you know, there were no no fat Africans when my mother was over there. She was always talking about how thin everyone is. You know, and mm-hmm. yeah, I got sixty seconds to call and call number eight five seven two five five. Yeah, so. We ain't no fat African. We ain't get fat till we came to America. <laughs> hey, I'm looking at the chat room, and somebody's asking if farming the next topic. <laughs> I don't know enough about it. <laughs> so I've only been doing it for three years. But, you know, the earth is, is uh, very receptive to me. And all my, you know, aside from the, the deer problems that we have over here, um, the earth oh. is very receptive to to me and I've had nothing but success growing crops. So you know the earth grass is one thing. I, you know I I just I don't know. <laughs> I think the earth just really likes the whole vegetable thing, vegetable um, popping up vegetables. I think that's new and different for for um, um, excuse me this space of land that I'm on here that's used to having grass. We dug up all the the, the, the grassy area and. Um, Put vegetables down, and it's it's wonderful. We don't have any pests or anything, aside from the deer. You know, the deer are a problem, yeah. but yeah, yeah. The deer, the deer been there before us. Hell, we the problem, not the deer. But yeah, you're right. You're right. I take that back. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but you're right. Uh, you know, um, we 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 don't we can't eat grass. We cannot eat grass. You know, but we can eat the vegetables that we grow. You're right. I agree with uh, the person in the chat room. Yep, I eat tomatoes all summer. My kids should do some tomatoes and some cucumbers. Just oh, going out wow. there grabbing them fresh tomatoes. Mm. Isn't Good. it crazy how they grow? I mean, they just, wow. They Especially yeah. the cucumbers. Man, they're like stretching out all over the place. and. <laughs> No, and just I mean, you know, just it's something we all should get into. Absolutely, but yeah, look, appreciate you coming by, sis. All right, um, 
comes to the end of the show. You know, this episode was brought to you by Niggas Footwear. All right. Practice Ujima Cooperative Economics. You can get uh, wholesale prices, right? You buy in bulk. Okay. Um, you can also, we have an affiliate program which allows brothers and sisters in the community to put the shoe on a website, all right, and you get money off the sales. Also brought to you by Ad Animate Productions, Animated Lessons, um, Exploring Africa, Cartoon, okay? Also sponsored by Medieval Upheaval, a catalog of bloody European evils by the sister T-Shot Kimmy. You know, so I appreciate that. Appreciate all the sponsors, you know. Appreciate the show. I'm feeling it, man. All y'all that got them flags up there for the French, cut it out. Don't forget they enslaved African people, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a wrong squad up and black African power. Black African power. I don't know much but to face that beast, make them taste that peace. I'ma take back streets, I'ma meet bad beasts on some Maybach seats. I'ma day pass east so I might go west. I feast in the night when the light go rest. Nights on my feet go Christ on my neck. I hope life leads me to a nice old death. Rose on my lip, cold ice on my breath. And I'm dressed like a groom but I never got mad. Nah, walked out the tune like I never got bad. Call me Wallace Dean, awaken out of dreams. I got death on my breath. Call me Holocene. I got Greek in my speech when I speak to the God. Rims on the bends on the beach with your broad. If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I sit 16. Listen like Epiphany. Listen me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Rosie Gold, I got holy friends. Holy hove, I'm in holy hands. Only sold my soul to do that holy dance. Holy hove, I'm in holy lands. I'm in holy Greece. Holy Rome, I'm in ancient Egypt in that holy home. Sipping that in the sea, that pure white. I live a gen of VC, pure life. So if you go for my ones, I'ma go for the guns. I know where to go when I go on the run for that Rolls Royce. I believe I got no choice. I make your body bleed. We practice Murtai and Versailles. Don't talk, oh Murtai. You know the violence got a code of silence. I pose in vogue with my golden phallus. Listen easy like epiphany. Listen me like a symphony. In Basilica, this literature is like jewelry made by Tiffany. Call me Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent, my pen always in the paint like my name LeBron. If the dough get low, I paint a pick 16. I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16. Listen easy like epiphany. Listen me like a symphony In Basilica, this literature Like jewelry made by Tiffany Call me Saint Laurent, Saint Laurent My pen always in the paint like my name LeBron If the dough get low, I paint a pit 16 I catch the Holy Ghost and I spit 16 Smooth, ayo Kufo Boom out, God B-O-M-E, C-I-C For my 5 percenters out here who know what I'm talking about.
Let's see y'all wake up. It's more than rap music.